Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. The Graveyard Riddle, Chapter 20. Okay, let me see how many pages this one is. Make you like to say that every time. Okay, depending on how long these two... Oh, yeah, I bet you we could do two. Okay, ready? Chapter 20, page 147. I got to Mr. Charles's house at 4.32 p.m., two minutes behind schedule. I rang the doorbell, and Frankie sniffed at a brushed mat on the step that read, Welcome, in big black letters. Ah, Melody, said Mr. Charles, opening the door. He was wearing a red... <laughs> a red checked shirt with sleeves rolled up. What can I do for you? Hello, Mr. Charles, I said, giving him my best brilliant smile. Inside, my heart was hammering like a drum. I already felt like he'd be all, he'd be, deta- be able to tell that I was up to something. I was just asking Frankie for his walk if I, and I wondered if Teddy would like to see him again. Teddy must have heard his name and he came thundering down the hallway. Doggy, he said, diving to his knees on the doormat. He grabbed Frankie's ears in one hand. Be careful, I said. Frankie yelped and pulled back. You have to be really gentle. Here, I'll show you. I crouched down and showed Teddy how to stroke Frankie's ears gently the way that he liked it. Teddy watched carefully and his big blue wide eyes. Then he reached out softly and stroked Frankie's ears. That's very kind of you, Melody, said uh, said Mr. Charles. Isn't it, Teddy? I waited to be asked in, but he just stood there. This was not part of the plan. I had to go inside. I had to decide what matter. I had to take matters into my own hand. I bet Casey would like to see Frankie as well. I said, "Why don't I come in? Why don't I come in and see?" Before I had a chance to, before Mister Charles had a chance to answer, I stepped in the house. Doggy's inside! Screeched Teddy in delight, thumping his feet up and down on the carp on the hallway carpet. I let Frankie lead me to the room. Casey was sitting on the corner doing a jigsaw puzzle. The picture on the box was of a lion. Hello, Casey, I said. Did you want to say hello to Frankie? She looked at Frankie and then at me. No, she said, returning to her puzzle. She was she was really a bit scary. Teddy sat down on the floor and Frankie lay next to him. He smacked his lips together and then yawned. Doggy is funny, said Teddy. This began. Then he began to stroke him on top of his head right down to the end of his tail. I glanced at the clock on the mantelpiece. It was 4.36. Matthew and Jake would be making the distraction any second, and when they did, I would have to search fast. I'd start in the hallway. That seemed most like the most likely plan, to, place to put a key. There, That's where we put ours, anyways. I saw you had a few more viewings on the house today, Melody, said, Miss, said Mr. Charles, sitting in his armchair. Had anyone made an offer to buy it? No, I said, we're not moving after all. Dad's going to help us out. I felt myself flush slightly as I told a lie. Oh, right, said Mr. Charles. I wondered whether he might have gotten into touch. Why would you wonder on that, I asked. Mr. Charles shrugged. No reason. That was an an odd thing for him to say. Mr. Charles would have known that Dad was living with us, but why would he wonder if he had been in touch? After he left, Mum just told the neighbors that he had moved out and didn't tell anyone any extent of Dad's lies. That was just between us. 
I watched Teddy stroking Frankie. It was 4.38. Matthew and Jake should have created a distraction by now. I was just thinking they must have failed their mission when there was an almighty crash outside. Mr. Charles leapt out of his seat. My greenhouse, he said, rushing to the patio door that opened into the garden. What on earth have they done? Mr. Charles yanked the door open. What is going on out here, he yelled. Jake's head appeared over the Matthews garden fence. Sorry, he said. We were playing football and Mr. Charles rushed out to t- out and Teddy followed, leaving Frankie snoring on the floor. For a moment, yeah, that's funny. For a moment, I thought that Casey wasn't going to go, but then she pushed her chair and I followed them into the garden. It had worked. I had the house to myself, but for how long? I ran to the hallway and looked to the side of the, t- of the table that was by the front door. There was a phone, an address book, a notepad, and a couple of library books. I pulled open the little drawer. There was a box of tissue, some car keys, some pens, but no house keys. I looked around the front door to see if there was any hooks, but there weren't. I hurried to the kitchen. On one side of the, of the pile of mail and curtains with tea, coffee, and cookies written on the front... I glanced out the window at the garden. Mr. Charles was standing in the middle of the lawn holding Teddy's hand and Jake and Matthew were both peering over the fence now. Mr. Charles was gesturing at his brand new greenhouse. One of the panes of the glass was smashed and there was a football lying on the grass. I groaned. Did Jake have to go that far? I didn't, I couldn't worry about that now. I had a mission to complete. I spotted a ceramic dish next to the pane window next to the windowsill in the dish were some paper clips thumbtacks elastic bands and three light bulbs there was also a key it had a little red plastic fob attached to the with a written label on the label was in pen was the number one i'd found it i quickly slipped it into my school blazer pocket what are you doing said a voice i gasped oh casey you made me jumped did you want to see frankie now I headed towards the door, but she took a step back and blocked my way. I asked you what you were doing. She said her eyes darted around the kitchen, trying to work out what I'd been up to. Oh, I was just getting a drink of water, I said. She looked past me towards the sink. Where's the glass then, she said, narrowing her eyes. I put it away. Come on, let's go back to the living room. You were looking for, you were looking for the letter, weren't you, she said. There, were ti- there was a smiley, t- tiny smile on her lips. What letter? The letter Granddad got. I, he wasn't sure if I should tell you about it. What? What do you mean? I said. Casey smiled and raised her, eyesbrow, her eyebrows. It was a letter to Granddad about you. He'd opened it when, and then talked about it. He does that a lot. He says his thoughts out loud and doesn't think anyone's listening, but I was. I had a sick feeling in the pit of my stomach. Did he say who the letter was from? He, I said. Casey pressed her lips together tightly. Casey? Casey, who was the letter from? from i said sharply your dad she said her eyes darted to the pile of mail on the side of and then back at me i dived for the letter quickly flicked through them melody are you still here called mr charles coming from the patio living room my eyes skimmed the mail and i spotted it an envelope with the address written with dad's handwriting mr charles 11 chestnut clothes i folded it in half and stuffed it in my pocket ah there you are said mr charles coming into the kitchen those boys honestly although i never see matthew in the garden usually do you think he's cured now you know that abc or whatever it's called ocd and no he's not cured it doesn't work like that i said i headed back to the living room and picked up frankie's leash 
I should head off now, I said. It's a bit of luck that, I, that I've got a spare pane of glass, said Mr. Charles, following me in. I guess there's not much done. Not much harm done. See you soon, Mel. Melody. Teddy gave Frankie a goodbye pat on the bottom. Casey stood behind him, a little smile on her face. Bye, Melody, she called. I opened the door and quickly closed behind me, hoping that she wouldn't give me away. Okay, that kid is weird, weird, weird. Wow. What do you think the letter says, Pay? I don't know. Well, let's read it fast. <laughs> 